Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. This podcast brought to you by Gowan Canada, makers of Edge Microactive Pre-Emergent Herbicide. The heartbeat of Saskatchewan is agriculture. The 620 CKRM is proud to be your voice for everything today. Welcome to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today with your host, Jim Smalley. And a good afternoon. Welcome to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today, brought to you by Harvard Western Insurance. We don't judge. Here's another reminder to renew your plates today. Visit harvardwestern.com. Also brought to you by the Arcola Co-op. You're at home here on Highway 13 in Arcola. Today we have a chat with the Minister of Agriculture looking back at 2022 and ahead to 2023. We talk with market analyst Errol Anderson about the 2023 outlook. Real Agriculture also has a look ahead for 2023. We have a feature on dealing with farm stress. The Sask Young Ag Conference is being held later this week in Saskatoon. The farm weather is in its usual spot. This is Saskatchewan Agriculture Today with 620 CKRM News Director Jim Smalley. Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by Johnston's Grain, your first and last stop for grain pricing and crop protection. And brought to you by Farm Fresh Water. They'll make your well water wonderful and your dugout drinkable. Get your Farm Fresh Water today at farmfreshwater.ca. Agriculture Minister David Merritt says 2022 was a recovery year for many farmers across Saskatchewan. Merritt says much of the province saw improved rainfall this past year, with crop production jumping 60%. We saw a vast improvement in the crop production here in the province, Jim, up over 60% from 2021 to uh, over 35 million metric tons. We're seeing strong commodity prices, both from the crop side and even from the and the livestock side as well. Calf prices this fall were strong, so we hope to continue to see that. Obviously, we have parts of the province that were experiencing drought again. We can only hope that through this winter we'll see some significant snowfall that will replenish the much-needed moisture in, in lots of uh, many parts of the province. But one thing we did see was some uh, significant investment into the province of Saskatchewan, which obviously really uh, falls in line with our growth strategy and really increasing the value-added processing here in the province of Saskatchewan. We saw, you know, ribbon cuttings at uh, Seamaric up at Tisdale with an oat and fava bean processing plant. We saw grain millers in Yorkton announcing doubling their expansion of their oat processing in Yorkton. We saw AGT announce an oat processing facility outside of Saskatoon. We see construction well underway at Cargill's facility and just west of Regina. So we're seeing great opportunity and the value added. We're seeing extreme interest from companies outside of Canada that are looking uh, here in Saskatchewan to invest to source food. And I think that's all all attributed to the whole uh, food priority and sourcing food that we've seen over the past few years. So we'll continue to build on that growth. And as a government, that's our—that's really our role, is to facilitate those companies that want to come and invest. And obviously, it just helps the producers here get a higher return for their product. And that's what we're really striving to do. 
But for the most part, we saw a pretty good year. We saw some good yields in parts of the province. Hopefully, continue to see this product move outside of, you know, to the markets outside of Saskatchewan. And hopefully, continue to see that growth going into 2023. Yeah, the couple of issues for 2022, though, were rising interest rates and just rising farm costs. Right. And, you know, we saw that. And obviously, you know, the the war in Ukraine had a huge impact, obviously, on fertilizer supply uh, and other products as well. So, you know, we're still seeing that uh, those prices are still staying high. Uh, will they continue, Will they come down? That's uh, something that the only the industry can answer. But we're watching that to make sure that supply is available to producers. We also are very cautious of the fact that we have to work with our uh, federal officials, too, on regulations and and banning uh, where they want to ban certain products that are used in crops here in Western Canada. And it's obviously very concerning for us as well. But we'll watch the supply chain and, and hopefully we'll continue to see the supplies available to the farmers and ranchers here in the province of Saskatchewan. David, reflect on what you hope to see and what you expect to see in 2023 on the farm. Well, you know, obviously we hope to see uh, another record crop. I really am hoping that through the winter we'll see a lot of snowfall in the southern part and the southwest part of the province. Uh, You know, I'm driving through it today. There is a fair amount of snow on the ground, but we'll always need more. Uh, I just hope we see that and we see... uh, products available for the farmers and ranchers to be able to grow their business. Obviously, I'd like to see the livestock sector come back. It's obviously gone through some trying times in the last couple of years, but we, uh, you know, we, we really want to build on that industry as well. But from the crops and, and grain side, I'm just hoping to see more companies looking to invest in the province on the value-added side. So it just gives our farmers another opportunity and another place to sell their product without it leaving this province in bulk and raw form. It leaves in a, another finished, another stage of a finished product, whatever that might be, Jim. So as the minister and as a government, we'll work with those companies that are looking to come here to invest and hopefully they will make those decisions. Those will create good paying jobs and uh, just create another opportunity for farmers and ranchers to move their product. For 2023, are you optimistic or pessimistic for the farm economy? I'm very optimistic, Joe. I am. I I think the farmers and ranchers in this province have taken agriculture to a level that exceeds anywhere else, not only in this country, but in the world. And I'm hearing it from companies outside that really want to come and see what we're doing here. And I'm very proud of what the farmers and ranchers of this province have done in, in really becoming world leaders in uh, growing the food that feeds the world. We've got high quality food. We've got a reputation of that globally. We'll continue to build on that. And as a government, we'll be there to support them through research, innovation, technology. We'll continue to grow this industry. That's what we want to do. It's the backbone of this province. And we will continue to work with the industry to help them achieve those goals and targets. And that's what we want to do, Jim. David Merritt is the Minister of Agriculture for the province of... Back to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today with Jim Spalding on 620 CKRM. The president of Pro Market Communications says canola markets were a major star in 2022. Errol Anderson says cattle markets also improved, but the economy is facing some uncertainty going into this new year. 
The grain markets overall, uh, yes, it came off their highs. Um, I look at the canola market, and, you know, it's been really quite a star in my view, albeit. Uh, you know, we're down 15% over the year from where we were a year ago. Uh, but overall, uh, you know, the canola market in the commodity world has performed quite well. The cattle market as well has uh, performed quite well, albeit the margins at the feedlot level are still in the red. But we did see the... Uh, live cattle contract through the year move up about 20%. So, you know, that was, uh, that was a strong market. The feeders were up about 10% overall. Um, but uh, the question going into the new year now is going to be um, how well is this global economy going to hold together? Um, our view right now is that crude oil, the trend, unfortunately, in our view, is down. Uh, I can see the bottom of the crude oil now being in the range of $65 a barrel on W West Texas Intermediate as a bottom and $85 as a high. So, um, again, that'll give a bit of a break. Fertilizer prices are starting to come down. Gasoline prices are starting to come down. Um, diesel's been stubborn, but uh, again, the diesel market, I think over time, it, it also will start to weaken. What's the outlook for grain markets in 2023? Well, it's a tough one. Canola is, is looking pretty good, albeit the new crop prices right now, I believe the deferred contracts for next fall are around $18 per bushel, which is, you know, that's a pretty good spot. Now, if we go under pressure and the crude moves down, you know, $65 or lower, then I think the canola market will respect that and, and we could move down closer to $15, but that's a big if. There's a lot of factors in this world. The barley market has been quite firm despite the amount of corn that's come into southern Alberta, but we believe that the barley market will be firm generally right into the spring market, but not really any upside. The wheat market really came down, and that market, I believe, is is getting oversold. We're going to see a slowdown in Black Sea exports, we believe, into the first quarter here, and that could be supportive to wheat as we head toward the spring market. So you see the war in Ukraine still affecting markets this year. They had quite an impact on markets this past year for a while. Your thoughts on 2023? Well, uh, certainly, um, yes, it, 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 the war is still uh, has an influence, and it depends if there's a settlement or if there's not. And uh, if the dispute uh, worsens, uh, then it will have an impact on commodity markets. So, uh, again, I don't think we're, we're out of the woods. Uh, I have to watch what's happening in that situation. And certainly the weather in, in Europe right now is another big factor that we have to keep an eye on. What's it doing? Well, right now we're, we're seeing an unusual heat wave and um, uh, we're seeing amazing temperatures, but at the same time, uh, we've gone down to uh, severe lows. So we've, we're seeing very erratic weather. So as a result, the natural gas market has been choppy. And right now with the warm weather, you know, the gas prices have plunged. But if we get a system coming in that's very severe cold again within the month, uh, certainly the gas prices could perk up once again. Give me your thoughts on the cattle markets for 2023 on the prairies. Well, you know, overall, the, we've, we've got a tightening of supply at the feedlot level. Uh, the placement numbers have come down, and so there, there is a tightening supply overall. The, that's the bull side. The bear side is the stock market. Uh, I have to keep an eye on that one. I'm not friendly toward the stock market right now. I think we can go to lower lows. If that does happen, that can uh, pressure the beef market in that the consumer is basically tapped out. So right now I'm seeing the wholesale beef prices or the retail beef prices actually start to break down somewhat. 
at the retail counter. Uh, I think that'll persist as we head into the midwinter market. Errol Anderson is the president of ProMarket Communications. He'll also take a look at the petroleum and stock markets at the end of AgriNews in the resort. Time now for Real Agriculture with Sean Haney on 620 CKRM. This is your realagriculture.com update. Bring the energy of Real Ag Radio to your next customer meeting or conference. From your stage, we'll record an episode in person to inform and provide insight on the latest in agriculture. Email advertising at realagriculture.com to learn more about this unique keynote opportunity. And we are joined right now to talk about the markets by John Dreger of Leftfield Commodity Research based out of Winnipeg, Manitoba. Okay, so today, John, we, we're going to break down. We're going to try to, I, I think we can get it down to three key things. We, we, you, know, you can make an endless list when it comes to talking about the commodity complex, but we're thinking about the three things to really focus on or you know, keep in your mind as you're coming up with your marketing plan, maybe to complete that old crop plan or think about the 2023 new crop. What are the three things we got to think about when we're thinking about the 2023 commodity complex? I, I, let's start off. What, what's number one for you? Yeah, I think one of the things that we think about, and, and it is, as, as you, you mentioned, Sean, as you think about old crop, whether it's new crop, you know, you, you kind of think about some of these bigger picture things that end up, uh, you know, permeating back on all the individual crops and, and the individual stories and those sorts of things. And, you know, one of the things I, I think as we think about and as, you, as you get towards the end of the calendar year, you have everybody you know, sort of putting out their different long-term projections and those sorts of things from a macroeconomic perspective, from a commodity complex and so forth. You know, I, I don't know if I can ever remember a time when you have had such starkly different opinions on inflation versus deflation going forward. You know, on the idea that either, you know, some of these, these inflationary factors are, are so well entrenched that, you know, inflation isn't going away anytime soon. Or the other part of that is, is have uh, central banks, you know, maybe, uh, been raising rates so quickly and given the amount of debt, they're going to force a recession that's deflationary. And, you know, it's, it's, uh, you know, I, I guess I would say some people that I, I think are really well-respected, really thoughtful people over time that have, have you know proven to have high credibility, just really, really different opinions on this. And, and I think how that unfolds is uh, it, it really is going to shape the outlook for, for grain markets here going forward, obviously in terms of money flows, uh, uh, energy markets, of course, it's going to have a direct fundamental impact on energy markets. We, we know how that impacts the green complex. And so, you know, that, that really is one that, uh, you know, we'll really be watching here going forward. And, and chances are pretty good that, uh, you know, we maybe get some indication that early on in the year. And it's possible that some of the deflationary factors like a recession actually happen and you still have maybe commodity inflation. That could happen as well. But but how that unfolds is something we're watching impacts everything. And, and again, just the fact that uh, there's just such starkly different opinions and strong opinions on how that unfolds over the coming year is is uh, is, is something that, that I think is quite interesting and fascinating and just, just, again, adds a lot of uncertainty. Yeah, you know, I was watching CNBC this morning and to that very point of polarizing views at different ends of the spectrum, people coming on and saying, here's what's going to happen, or I think here's what should happen. And they're totally opposite of each other. And it's, you know, nobody knows uh, for sure. If you did know, you'd be able to make a lot of money in uh, in the market. But uh, we were, it definitely impacts one, demand, and two, just, you know, obviously rising interest rates impact the de- that service load that farmers have to endure with the amount of money that is borrowed out in the market. Okay, so that's that's number one. What's number two? 
You know, the other thing I think a lot about is is Chinese demand. What is that going to look like going forward? Of course, everybody's uh, you know aware of of well, first of all, even kind of pre-COVID, they had been buying less for for most ag commodities than they had been in a while. And of course, you know, you end up having this spike in wheat and corn in the interim. But we think about the soy complex; they've never really caught up. Uh, they had their China, their their COVID lockdowns, which has obviously impacted demand. They're kind of opening up, and now they're sort of working through this wave of COVID cases. And, you know, I, I just wonder what does that look like going forward? You know, they, they've been a bit of a disappointment. Some of these uh, uh, balance sheets, you know, have had some, some pretty lofty demand numbers baked in. I think in many ways the market already is maybe pricing in China, buying less than what expectations maybe had been. Uh, are they going to, you know, continue to, to, to disappoint, or are, is that is that going to be a bit of a headwind? Also, with, with China, we know that they can suddenly come in and, and, and just make huge purchases in a game-changing way for a lot of these markets. And so, you know, I, I think that's a real, uh, it's a real uncertainty. They're, they're so opaque. Uh, they're huge. Um, they matter for so many crops, obviously something like soybeans and some of those markets that we know uh, are, are huge. But, but I mean, even in, in smaller crops, you know, when I think specifically in terms of you know, Western Canada, whether it's peas, uh, barley, some of these other markets, you know, what they do really matters. And, and I, I think it is uncertain about what they will do going forward. Um, and again, with a country like China, it's always been a, a, a source of uncertainty in markets. And, and I think that's going to be as much or even more so here going forward. And, and again, just impacting so many crops. This has been your Real Agriculture Update. You can find out more about this issue or many others at realagriculture.com. It's your agri-weather forecast on the voice of Saskatchewan, 620 CKRM. The official 620 CKRM farm weather is brought to you by Shepherd Realty in Regina, specializing in farm and ranch real estate in Saskatchewan. Call Harry, Justin, or Devin at 352-1866. And Moose Jaw Truck Shop, the number one choice for any diesel engine repair. Drop in, no appointment necessary, or visit moosejawtruckshop.com. Mainly sunny today, wind southeast 20 kilometers per hour. The high today, minus 10. Fog patches tonight, the low minus 19. Wind chill minus 17 tonight, minus 29 overnight. Wednesday, mainly sunny. Fog patches dissipating in the morning. Wind southeast 20 kilometers per hour. The high tomorrow, minus 13, the low minus 17. Thursday, partly cloudy with a high minus 10, the low minus 14. Friday, partly cloudy, the high minus 14, and the low is the same number, minus 14. Saturday, partly cloudy, the high minus 9, the low minus 10. Sunday, milder, partly cloudy, the high minus 3, the low minus 10. Monday, partly cloudy, the high minus 4. Normal high for this date, minus 11. The normal low is minus 23. The sun rose at 8.59 this morning. It sets at 5.07 tonight. And currently, the hot spot is Maple Creek in the southwest corner at plus 1. The cold spot up north, Meadow Lake at minus 18. Estevan is minus 15, Saskatoon minus 9, Swift Current minus 4, Weyburn minus 15, Yorkton is minus 11. Clear sky in Regina, minus 12, that's 11 above Fahrenheit. Winds are from the east-southeast at 13. Humidity is 86%, the barometer falling 101.5. Sunny in Moose Jaw, minus 13, winds are from the east-southeast at 6. Once again, Regina, clear sky, it's minus 12, that's 11 Fahrenheit. This spring, apply pre-emergent Edge Microactive Group 3 herbicide from Gowan Canada before seeding your canola, peas, or lentils. Maximize yield today and manage resistance tomorrow. Always read and follow label directions from Gowan Canada. You're tuned to 
Saskatchewan Agriculture Today on the Voice of Saskatchewan, 620 CKRM. This portion of Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by McDougall Auctioneers. Get fair market value for your assets with an online auction through McDougall Auctioneers, McDougallAuctions.com. And brought to you by Patterson Liquid Systems, experts in liquid fertilizer distribution. Fertilizer's just better when it's wetter. Patterson Liquid Systems, expect the best. Sask Young Ag holds a two-day conference in Saskatoon later this week. Event Committee Chair Carly Bodich is hoping for a good turnout of young people interested in the future of farming. Sask Young Ag is a group of young agriculturalists, and we come together to cultivate the next generation of agriculture through education and knowledge sharing while providing lifelong professional connections. You've got a conference this week. Just who's allowed to come? You bet. Our 2023 Proudly Egg Conference will be held in Saskatoon at the Saskatoon Inn January 5th and 6th. And it's open to all agriculturalists under 40. So we'll be bringing industri- industry people um, as well as primary agriculturalists in together to meet and hear from some awesome speakers. Tell me about those speakers. What topics will be discussed? We invite you to register and hear from our speakers on farm financials, mental health, leadership, markets, and our keynote speaker at our banquet is Wayne Lee. So what is the key purpose of this conference? Sask Young Ag is an organization that really wants to help young agriculturalists get uh, their foot in the door and be at the forefront of change and knowledge. So the purpose of the conference is to hear from our industry-leading speakers as well as bring farmers, ranchers, and industry people together to network and have some fun. So the conference runs Thursday and Friday of this week in Saskatoon. What's the registration deadline? It sure does. You can register online right up to the conference day. So it will be open today, January 3rd, and tomorrow, January 4th. So you can go on any of our social medias to register or visit our website at sasyoungag.ca. Again, Carly, what do you hope to accomplish from the conference, the Sask Young Ag Conference? Uh, Sask Young Ag wants to bring... Anyone under 40 who has an interest in agriculture together, um, we really bring some industry-leading speakers into our event, as well as top-of-the-line attendees. So it's just as cool to meet the people who are speaking as presenting as it is to meet each other, our young professionals and agriculture people in Saskatchewan. What's the cost to attend the conference? We have two prices. So if you're a member of Sask Young Egg, our price is $200 for the conference. If you're a non-member, it is $240. And we also have a discounted price for any university student. The Sask Young Egg Conference runs Thursday and Friday in Sask. You're listening to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today with 620 CKRM News Director Jim Smalley. This segment of Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by Degelman Industries. Look to Degelman for the most reliable, dependable, engineered tough equipment on the market. And Arcola Building Supplies, small town lumberyard, big on service. ArcolaBuildingSupplies.com. The creator of High Heels and Canola Fields says simple strategies can make a big difference when it comes to dealing with the everyday stresses that occur on the farm. Leslie Kelly, the creator of the mental wellness website and the co-founder of Do More Ag, explains how it all got started. I started High Heels and Canola Fields about five years ago with the hope and the goal of connecting those within agriculture to those outside of agriculture. And it's really morphed into a business of building community all around um, farm life and uh, farm stories and mental health. Kelly describes her definition of stress. 
Yeah, the medical field definition of stress is when uh, we go through moments of stressful situations, the everyday uh, pressures, and it increases our heart rate, increases our blood sugar, and uh, our, we can feel it within our body, our, our physical physical stress. Kelly says signs of stress vary from one person to the next. But all of us have different normals. So my uh, normal might be different than my husband's, um, and that, that's okay. So for, um, for each and every one of us, some of those signs and symptoms could be um, physical, mental, and emotional, where physical could be you know, increased heart rate, um, chest pain, uh, tension, headaches, and under the emotional and the mental front could be a change in our eating and sleeping. It could be um, being angry, feeling of... Uh, uh, depression or depressed states, um, angry blow-ups, irritability, frustration. So it really depends on the person, and it could be the stressor too. Um, but know that everyone's signs and symptoms are, are different. Kelly explains what can be done to deal with stress. Yeah, my family and I, um, we've learned uh, over the last decade of talking more about mental health that there are little things that you can do which can make some big everyday impacts. So some of those is to learn about stress and learn about what your signs and symptoms could be. Learn about what um, are your big stressors in life. It could also be learning that everyone's stress is, is different and it's the learning how to talk about stress and starting those conversations and helping someone go through that stress together and then it could also be um, doing things uh, that can take care of yourself and those around you so some self-care tactics and strategies both before during and after those stressful moments kelly says a number of resources are now available yeah, the, we do have many barriers within being part of, you know, rural areas, barriers to access, maybe the lack of mental health professionals, cost, not being able to get off a tractor or a combine in the heart of harvest. Um, but there are many great re resources out there at Dumore. Um, we, uh, we have a hub of resources, so um, being a catalyst or conduit of the resources that are currently out there, a list of them, and then also building resources like a mental health workshop that goes and then it's designed specifically for agriculture and then also um, resources for our mental health professionals so they know and understand uh, what farm life, that farm uh, lifestyle is like, that they can help build those therapeutic relationships. Kelly points out that there are storms as farmers face, but the light comes out later and it's good to help neighbors weather a storm. Leslie Kelly is the creator of High Heels and Canola Fields and a co-founder of Dumont. Here's the market updates with Jim Smalley on 620CKRM. Market update brought to you by Freeze Tallman Lumber. Since 1956, Freeze Tallman has been your trusted building material supplier for every type of project. Freeze Tallman in Regina and Fort Capel. And Farm Fresh Water. They'll make your well water wonderful and your dugout drinkable. Get your Farm Fresh Water today at farmfreshwater.ca. And Nelson GM in Assiniboia and Avonlea. Looking for the perfect vehicle? They'll find a match that exactly fits your agriculture lifestyle. Proudly serving southern Saskatchewan for over 60 years. Grain prices were mixed in early trading. Viterra prices for canola gained $24 at $863.82. Oats rose $7 at $271.32. Number one red spring wheat fell $685 at $429.83. These are the changes from Friday. The rest were unchanged. Durham, 496.28. 
Feed barley three fifty six fifty seven. Chickpeas nine twenty five ninety five. Flax six eighty two ninety eight. Lentils seven sixty seven fifty. Yellow peas four seventy six eighty nine. And feed wheat two eighty nine fifty six. On the Minneapolis Grain Exchange, hard red spring wheat for March dropped one and three quarter cents at nine thirty seven. It's the livestock reports on the Voice of Saskatchewan six twenty CKRM. The Livestock Quotes are brought to you by the Weyburn Livestock Exchange. Call Weyburn Livestock, 842-4574. Now, the latest quotes. This is the market report for the Weyburn Livestock Exchange for the week of January 3rd. There hasn't been any sales over the holidays, so there isn't much to report on. We're expecting the market on cows and bulls to be stronger. They usually are after the holidays as the plants are looking to replenish their supply. Our first regular sale is this Wednesday, January 4th, and our first pre-sort will be on January 16th. Everyone here at Weyburn Livestock would like to wish you a Happy New Year and all the best in 2023. This has been Stephanie dig reporting from the Weyburn Livestock Exchange, the market that gets the cattle and the prices too. And now the latest Saskatchewan pork prices. Ham sold 4,200 hogs Friday, selling in a range of 201 to $214 per CKG. Today's sales are expected to be around 12,000 head, selling in a range of 199 to $212 per CKG. Ham's cash hog price today is down and forward contract prices open lower this morning. On Friday, the Canadian dollar was up seven basis points, with a daily exchange at 1.3544. Canadian dollars currently trading 73.28 cents US. Daily US cash prices are lower to start the first marketing week in 2023. And while all regions are trending lower than last week's benchmark, the national form is presently at its highest level for first marketing week of the year on record. The cutout will likely have to show some signs of improvement before cash responds, but a seasonal decline after the holidays is unsurprising and it could take some time to recover. Regardless, the outlook for 2023 remains positive at present. Assuming supply and demand remains intact and the Canadian dollar remains relatively stable, producers should expect cash price to closely approximate the recent high price marketing years. However, expansion will likely occur at some point, the only question being when. But mass expansion plans likely won't occur until the U.S. regulatory framework is clearer. All industry observers are looking to the Supreme Court decision on California's Proposition 12 that is expected to be delivered sometime this summer. In the meantime, producers ought to keep an eye on forward contract pricing, especially if it approaches 2022 cash levels. Coming up, there is... This is the Saskatchewan Resource Report on 620 CKRM. Here's Jim Smalley. Now the Resource Report, brought to you by Second Look Online Auction. Visit 2ndlookonlineauction.com to see what's up for bid. Calgary market analyst Errol Anderson says stocks and petroleum markets had some major volatility in 2022. He's the president of Pro Market Communications. Anderson says a look ahead is difficult for 2023. That's a big question on what's going to be looking ahead on these markets, but overall 2022 on the equity side was certainly a difficult year. You know, we saw some major losses in the tech area. Um, the uh, the commodity world uh, did fairly well. Like at one point, we saw the crude oil. Well, uh, above $100 per barrel. Uh, as we go into the closer to the year end, though, uh, the crude oil broke down, you know, below $80 per barrel and towards 70. So we've been seeing some pressure on the energy sector, and it's primarily due to um, warm weather in Europe right now that's pressuring the natural gas. And uh, on the crude oil, uh, we're seeing uh, uh, certainly the slowdown in China uh, that's contributing to losses in that area. 
Errol Anderson is the president of ProMarket Communications. On the markets, the TSX has risen 59 points today to 19,444. The Dow has declined 209 points to 32,937. Oil has gone down 276 at 77.50 a barrel. The Canadian dollar is at 73.20 cents U.S. That's a resource report. If you missed any segment of the show, tune in to the On Demand Saskatchewan Agriculture Today podcast. Brought to you by Gowan Canada. Gowan Canada understands the challenges growers face and takes pride in finding effective crop protection solutions. Visit GowanCanada.com to learn more. That's Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. I'm Jim Smalley. Good afternoon. You've been listening to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today with Jim Smalley on 620 CKRM. If you missed any of the broadcast, download the podcast now online at 620CKRM.com. Saskatchewan Agriculture Today, following the 12 o'clock news, on your voice for everything ag, 620C. This podcast brought to you by Gowan Canada, makers of edge microactive pre-emergent herbicide.